Episode number 643, Success Principles. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California. And I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? Hi, Priscilla. I am doing great. And uh, I just got back from Panama. Um, a, a couple of days ago, and uh, was there with my guest today, uh, who is Jack Canfield. And let me tell you a little bit about Jack. If you don't know him already, most most of you probably know Jack or know of Jack. He's he's known as America's number one success coach. He's a best-selling author, professional speaker, trainer, entrepreneur. He's the founder and CEO of Canfield Training Group, and has conducted live trainings for more than a million people in more than fifty countries around the world. He holds two Guinness World World record titles. I didn't know that. And is a member of the National Speakers Association Hall of Fame. He's a co-author of more than 200 books, including The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be, and the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, which includes 40, 40 New York Times bestsellers and has sold more than 500 million copies in 47 languages around the world. Jack's appeared on more than a 1,000 radio and TV shows, including the Oprah Winfrey Show, the Today Show, Fox and Friends, Larry King Live, so many different shows. He's also the founder and chairman of the Transformational Leadership Council, uh, an international organization of top transformational leaders in the world. And that's where I was last week with Jack. Uh, On a personal note, I love Jack. He's not only... Uh, incredibly successful. He's an individual who walks his talk. His ego does not enter the room before him. And I really enjoy his company immensely. Uh, he uh, He's the one that invited me to TLC and so many things have happened because of that. I want to thank you, Jack. And uh, I want to thank you for being on the podcast today. Welcome. Well, you're very welcome. And I would uh, describe you the same way. So thank you. I appreciate that. Jack is, uh, for everyone listening, the only keynote speaker BNI has ever had at two BNI conventions. He's talked at, at two of our international conventions and um, knocked it out of the park both times. Uh, today, Jack is going to talk about uh, success principles, uh, which uh, is a fantastic book, uh, highly recommended. Jack, tell us a little bit about success principles and your what you call the proven system for success. Well, I spent about 45 years of my life researching and studying success, interviewing literally hundreds and hundreds of the most successful people in the world in every walk of life, and wrote a book about what I discovered were the principles that I had used to create the success that you described in the introduction, and also, you know, the people that are top salespeople, generals in the army, you know, Olympic athletes, and so forth. And basically, what I found was there's a similarity across all professions of people who are successful practicing what I've now developed into what I call a proven system of success that I've taught to over a million people around the world. And people have been super successful as a result of it. And I call it a system because a system is something that that provides a consistent result over time all the time. 
In other words, if you have a recipe for Aunt Martha's apple pie and you preheat the oven exactly the same way, use the same kind of apples, don't use brown sugar, but use the kind of sugar your grandma used or molasses or whatever. But if you do it exactly the same way every time, you get the exact same pie. And the same is true with the success principles. If you do the right thing in the right order at the right time in the right way, then you can guarantee to produce success, whether it's entrepreneurial success, creating a great relationship, creating great health and longevity, you know, financial success, whatever it might be that you want. And so we can talk a little bit about what that system is, but that's basically why it's called a system is it, it, it's been proven over and over and over to work for literally, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in every walk of life. And don't you find, Jack, that people tend to chase bright, shiny objects? It's one of the things I've seen with entrepreneurs um, in, in over the last 35 years, and certainly in BNI, where people are chasing bright, shiny objects rather than doing something and doing it over you know, over and over again. I, you know, I tell people, do six things a thousand times and a thousand things six times. Isn't that part of the system that you're talking about? No, it's true. And Bruce Lee, who was the great martial artist, said, I'd, I, I worry not about a man who's done a thousand things, but a man who's practiced one move a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. So it's the same idea. And um, the, the, you know, the, the principles are basically very simple. And, and it's like you saying, you don't want to chase shiny objects. You want to really discover what is your purpose in life. We all have an inborn purpose, and we want to create a business and a lifestyle that supports that purpose instead of chasing money or cars or fame or fortune. But what is what are we here to do? And I believe that we all have a purpose that if we all express it, the world would work perfectly. We'd have enough mechanics and, and chefs and entrepreneurs and people that want to be television hosts and so on and so forth. So the first thing you have to do is take 100% responsibility for your life not and not blame and complain and, and, and make excuses, which so many people in our culture do today. We see that in the political world, each party blaming the other party for why nothing works. We blame our bosses, our neighbors, the economy, whatever it might be. And the reality is you have to take 100% responsibility and transform your life with that. Second thing you have to do is after you discover your purpose, clarify your values, and then and only then clarify what's the vision for your life that would allow you to fulfill that purpose. And once you have a purpose, then how do you turn that into measurable and specific goals? A lot of people have, have, have these ideas. I want a house on the ocean. I want to be a New York Times bestseller. But they've never um, you know, scaled it down to very specific goals. How much by when? And so how many books does that take to be on a New York Times bestselling list? How many square acres of land do you want to have if you're going to be a landowner that you know, raises cattle in Texas, et cetera? And then you've got to chunk it down into specific action steps that you can take and specific minor goals. Most people don't take enough action. And one of the biggest problems is they don't ask for what they want. You know, you and I are both in a business where you have to do a lot of asking, enrolling people, et cetera. And a lot of people are afraid of rejection. So there's a whole chapter in my book about how do you reject rejection? How do you mm -hmm. overcome rejection? You know, it's a classic story now, but Chicken Soup for the Soul, which you mentioned in the introduction, has sold, you know, half a billion copies of books in that series. However, that we were turned down by 144 publishers before we got a yes. And a lot of people you know, or they give up after 50 tries. And sometimes, I, I was just reading about the, the guy who started Starbucks. I think it was 217 investors turned uh, him down before he got enough money to open his first Starbucks store. Well, what if he'd stopped after 100? Well, you know, that's a story that we wouldn't know. I mean, basically, they're everywhere. And sometimes you see two of them on the opposite side of a block in New York, you know, so it's, it's a, important to not not give up. And then you have to work on your beliefs, 
A lot of people have limiting beliefs that they've never really addressed. And so a lot of the work I do, and you know, Lise Janelle's work, we're writing a book called Unstuck. How do you yeah. get unstuck? You have to address these limiting beliefs, mostly, and Ivan, you know this, they, they happen between the ages of three and eight years old. Something traumatic happened, you got rejected, made fun of at school, whatever. And the result of that is you made some decisions. Like it's not okay to ask for what you want. I'm not worthy of success. And you don't even know you have these beliefs, but they're operating unconsciously. And I'll often ask people, Imagine you're getting on a plane and you see a six-year-old walk on walk into the pilot seat and sit down. Most of us go, oh my God, I don't want a six-year-old piloting my 727. And yet most of us are walking around with an operating system of a pilot that's piloting our life that's six, seven, or eight years old. Yeah. So we have to deal with that. And then finally, you've got to create affirmations of visualization. I mean, I have like a, in my book, probably 20 stories of people who visualized what they wanted. And as a result of that, we're able to access the power of their creative subconscious mind, access the law of attraction. And, and therefore, you know, actually you work less when you work, do more inner work. You've got to do the outer work. No question. Action is required. We talked about that, but the visualization and affirmation is really critical. And then finally responding to feedback. Most people don't ask for feedback. Most people get upset and respond to feedback in the wrong way. They get mad at it. They don't listen to it. They argue with it. Uh, you know, you get mad at the person who delivers it and so on. And as Ken Blanchard, the one-minute manager guy, said, you know, feedback is the breakfast of champions. So I teach people, ask this question. If you only got this from this whole little podcast we're doing, ask your employees, ask your clients, ask your vendors, ask your wife or your husband. Ask your fellow B&I members. Ask your fellow B&I members. On a scale of one to ten, how would you rate? And then you fill in the blank. Me as a friend, our product, this service, this real estate transaction, this podcast that Ivan and I are doing today right now. Anything less than a 10 gets a follow-up question, which is what would it take to make it a 10? And that's where the value is. Most people are so afraid of what they're going to hear when they ask for feedback, they don't ask for it. And you're the only one who doesn't know. When my wife is mad at me and I don't ask her what's going on, she's told her mother, her sister, people at Starbucks in line, the people at the nail salon, I'm the only one who doesn't know. And finally, perseverance. Never, ever give up. You know, as we said, rejection is just part of the process. So, Jack, can you, can you share a couple of the success stories that you talk about from Success Principles? Yeah, I had a guy, Jake Ballantyne, who was a unable to get pregnant. His wife was unable to get pregnant. They, they couldn't have a baby. They were told by all the doctors, do all these things. They did everything you could possibly do. Nothing worked. And he started to cry one night. And he said, I've done everything. And then he realized, well, I haven't done everything. You know, I haven't gone on an organic diet. I haven't lost weight. And then he remembered that he had read this article about when you're overweight, it's very difficult to get pregnant. For the men, they don't they don't have this, the same level of health and all that. So he ended up losing 65 pounds, and now he's got a son and another son on the way. And so the reality is, basically, you've never done everything. You have to take 100% responsibility. I'm thinking of um, a woman named Heather Walker. And Heather Walker had two traumatic brain injuries within 40 days of each other, was told she'd never walk again, was told she'd never be able to drive a car again, that she'd never be able to function correctly again. And she started doing visualization and affirmations. It was um, don't give up, get up, because she was in bed, bedridden. And she started visualizing herself walking down the aisle uh, with her boyfriend because she had just gotten engaged. 
And as a result of that, uh, but it was two, two months later, she walked out of the hospital. She did walk down the aisle. And I said to her, everyone should have known your last name was Walker. It was built into the system, <laughs> you know. Um, lots of people from homeless to billionaire. A, a guy over in Thailand was homeless, um, started reading The Secret and then the Success Principles book and started applying it. And within 15 years, he was worth $3 billion. And all, all because he set goals and he started visualizing and affirming it. And he went from being homeless on the beach to having a job in a, it was a condo conversion place. And then he started being a salesperson for that. And then he realized the real people making the money were the construction people. So he started visualizing being a construction company. And now he's built over five resorts, has uh, t- 15 companies and 250 employees. All of that from the time he was 20 until he was 35. So I, I'm a real believer in the visualization, and we've got a lot of people, of course, in BNI, they're really, you know, they're business people, mm-hmm. but I think the visualization is really important, and, and uh, you know, I've told you this, uh, my involvement in the Transformational Leadership Council um, kind of took me in a different direction uh, in terms of my of being a little more open-minded to certain things, and mm-hmm. I used to visualize when I was diagnosed with cancer, I visualized in my meditation uh, white blood cells attacking the cancer cells. Right. And doing that, plus the other things that I did, like change my diet and a number mm-hmm. of other things, I ended up going in remission, never had to do surgery or radiation. And so I'm a real believer in visualization. And uh, what you're talking about, I think, is, is so important. Visualization and then taking action, I think both hand in hand. Yeah, once you visualize, you're going to start getting inspirations to take action. And that if you act on those inspirations, and they may not make sense, but if you act on them, what happens is they come with a vortex of energy. That's that's why the inspiration is coming through to you from a higher part of your own consciousness or from God or source energy, however you want to call it. And if you take those actions, they pan out. I mean, it's my life is literally one event after another where I've acted on my inspirations has started transformational leadership council that got me into the movie, the secret, maybe millions of dollars started my own company, um, got the title for chicken soup for the soul when I was visualizing and, and, and meditating. So that's become a, a brand worth hundreds of millions of dollars. So where can people learn more about, uh, what you have to offer, Jack, where can my BNI members go? Well, two things. They can get a copy of my book, The Success Principles, at Amazon.com. And if they would like to just do a little test run of all this, I have a free 10-day success challenge that they can get at my website, which is simply jackcanfield.com. And you just scroll down to where it says free 10-day success challenge. And um, I'll just end with this. A friend of mine, Chris Jarvis, uh, did that about three years ago, got the 10 10 print, the 10 challenges and basically got through about four of them and stopped, didn't do it, got sick, was in a hospital a year later, decided to go through them again since he had the time. And once he started applying them within one year, he made a million dollars more. And he says, he has a, he actually wrote a story called how a free 10 day challenge created a million dollars for me. Wow. Well, I highly recommend success principles. Uh, it's, it's a great book. It's now in its second edition. Is it not Jack? Uh, yeah, 10th anniversary edition, and uh, you're in there, as you know. You've got a whole chapter on networking. I do, and for those of you who pick up a copy, and I hope you do, it, uh, I'm on page 356 of Success Principles. Yeah, and it's like, it's again, all the experts on different areas, like you with networking and other people with leadership and so on, I've, I've included uh, some new chapters in the 10th anniversary edition, updated also to be how do you become digitally successful, because we live in a digital world now as well. 
So go to jackcanfield.com for Jack's offer. And I'm going to have Jack back on BNI podcast in a couple of months because he's got a special workbook coming out on success principles. And we're going to talk about that in a couple of months as well. Jack, thank you so much for being on BNI podcast. I've got now over 270,000 members of BNI, and I am sure this will be one of the more popular podcasts. I love it, Ivan. Congratulations. Thanks. Over to you, Priscilla. Okay, thank you both. Uh, That's some great information. This podcast has a new sponsor. Go check out the great content available at www.ivansinnercircle.com. Ivan has assembled a wide variety of topics, and you are invited to participate. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast.